Today on the Joy in the Word podcast, we pick up in the book of the prophet Daniel, and we're in chapter 7. Like we discussed last time, the book of Daniel is not in chronological order. Chapter 7 is Daniel's dream of the four beasts, and it begins by telling us that it's in the first year of King Belshazzar. So that would be somewhere around 553 BC. So what we know is that chapter 7 actually comes before chapters 5 and 6. So like I said, it is the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon. Daniel had a dream and visions passed through his mind as he was lying on his bed. He wrote down the substance of his dream. Now his dream is actually going to correlate with the vision that Nebuchadnezzar was given of the statue. Picking up in verse 2, it says, Daniel said, In my vision at night I looked, and there before me were the four winds of heaven, churning up the great sea. Four great beasts, each different from the other, came up out of the sea. The first was like a lion, and it had the wings of an eagle. And this beast would represent the kingdom of Babylon. He said, I watched until its wings were torn off, And it was lifted from the ground so that it stood on two feet like a man, and the heart of a man was given to it. Then there before me was a second beast, which looked like a bear. It was raised up on one of its sides, and it had three ribs in its mouth between its teeth. It was told, Get up and eat your fill of flesh. Now this second beast would be representative of the second kingdom that came into power which would be the Medes and the Persians. And in this case, it says that the bear was raised up on its side. So according to biblical historians that have researched the book of Daniel extensively, um, they are in agreement that this probably represents the superior status of the Persians in the Medes and Persian Empire, since there were two uh, nations together. It was like a federation. And they think maybe the three ribs could have represented the three principal conquests that they made. That would be Lydia, Babylon, and Egypt. Then picking up in verse 6, it says, After that I looked, and there before me was another beast, and this would be the third beast, one that looked like a leopard. And on its back it had four wings like those of a bird. This beast had four heads and was given authority to rule. Now, what the understanding of this is, is that these uh, four wings that were on the leopard actually represented the speedy conquests of Alexander the Great, who, of course, was the leader of the Greek kingdom. The four heads, they think, represent the four main divisions that his empire was divided into after he uh, ultimately died very young. And, of course, those four were the Macedonian and Greek section, the Thrace and Asia Minor section, Syria, and then Palestine and Egypt. Those were the four sections that his kingdom was divided into. Now picking up in verse 7, it says, After that in my vision at night I looked, and there before me was a fourth beast, terrifying and frightening and very powerful. It had large iron teeth. It crushed and devoured its victims and trampled underfoot whatever was left. It was different from the former beasts, and it had ten horns. And of course, this beast would be representative of the Roman Empire 
and the extension of the Roman Empire, which is where we are today. The ten horns that this beast had would have correlated to the ten toes on the feet that were discussed in the statue that Nebuchadnezzar saw. It says in verse 8, While I was thinking about the horns, there before me was another horn, a little one, which came up among them, and three of the first horns were uprooted before it. This horn had eyes like the eyes of a man and a mouth that spoke boastfully. So this is a new king, a ruler that takes over for three existing kings or rulers. And the understanding about this horn, this ruler, is that it will represent or at least uh, take the full representation of the Antichrist. Picking up in verse 9, As I looked, thrones were set in place, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. And that's God himself. His clothing was as white as snow. The hair of his head was white like wool. His throne was flaming with fire, and its wheels were all ablaze. A river of fire was flowing, coming out from before him. Thousands upon thousands attended him. Ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court was seated and the books were open. Then I continued to watch because of the boastful words the horn was speaking. I kept looking until the beast was slain and its body destroyed and thrown into the blazing fire. The other beasts had been stripped of their authority but were allowed to live for a period of time. In my vision at night I looked and there before me was one like a son of man coming with the clouds of heaven. And this is of course Jesus. He approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All peoples, nations, and men of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. Then it says in verse 15, I, Daniel, was troubled in spirit, and the visions that passed through my mind disturbed me. I approached one of those standing there and asked him the true meaning of all of this. So he told me and gave me the interpretation of these things. The four great beasts are the four kingdoms that will rise from the earth. But the saints of the Most High will receive the kingdom and will possess it forever. Yes, forever and ever. Then I wanted to know the true meaning of the fourth beast, which was different from all the others and most terrifying with its iron teeth and bronze claws, the beast that crushed and devoured its victims and trampled underfoot whatever was left. I also wanted to know about the ten horns on its head and about the other horn that came up before which three of them fell, the horn that looked more imposing than the others and that had eyes and a mouth that spoke boastfully. As I watched, this horn was waging war against the saints and defeating them, until the Ancient of Days came and pronounced judgment in favor of the saints of the Most High, and the time came when they possessed the kingdom. He gave me this explanation. The fourth beast is a fourth kingdom that will appear on earth. It will be different from all the other kingdoms and will devour the whole earth, trampling it down and crushing it. The ten horns are ten kings who will come from this kingdom. After them, another king will arise different from the earlier ones. He will subdue three kings. He will speak against the Most High and oppress his saints and try to change the set times and the laws. The saints will be handed over to him for a time, times, and half a time. And that's three and a half years. 
but the court will sit, and his power will be taken away and completely destroyed forever. Then the sovereignty, power, and greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven will be handed over to the saints, the people of the Most High. His kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom, and all rulers will worship and obey him. And then the chapter ends in verse 28. Daniel says, This is the end of the matter. I, Daniel, was deeply troubled by my thoughts, and my face turned pale. But I kept the matter to myself. And that ends chapter 7, the dream that the Lord gave Daniel of the four beasts that correlated with the statue and the kingdoms that would rule the earth, as well as what will happen when those kingdoms come to an end. There will be an eternal kingdom that never ends.